Welcome to From American Presidents to American Gladiators. I am your host, Blaine Zimmerman, and I am joined, as always, by Russ Slifka, who's never met a scone he didn't like. Oh, I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. And Ryan Allwart, who prefers the bottom side of the bagel. Mm, yeah, I could go with that. Sure. That's crazy. <laughs> All the toppings are on the top part. Oh, yeah, I guess Toppings. Well, if it's like a sesame bagel. I do like a good everything bagel. What I do is flip it over so then the top becomes the bottom underneath that part. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Smart. Yeah. Inside out. Mm -hmm. We just came back from curling. Mm -hmm. You heard that right. Yeah, we learned how to curl tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was yelled at for melting the ice with my knee. (laughs) Did Jim Puckering yell at you? No, Jim Puckering did not Uh, yell at me. Did Dennis? Dennis. Uh. He was like, hey, when you get done throwing the rock uh you must stand because the the knee mm-hmm. on the ground will mm-hmm. heat up the ice yeah and he said that our ice keeper is just like a greenskeeper at a golf course mm-hmm. i was like okay it was a lot of fun though the circle was. city curling club yeah what was the the manitoba uh yeah there's a certain way of releasing the stone uh you get really low and like line your eye up with the stone and you put it's your must have missed that part. knee up by your it's, ear yeah. it's kind of your, your traditional olympic curl style. is it a rock or is it a stone yes it's a rock 40, it rocks tonight 44 pounds i think mm-hmm. and they're from only two quarries in the world it was fun it was a One good team out when we were there with uh brett tipton uh, you're hearing our voices through the microphones that brett and his greek's pizza it's our taste uh purchased for us so thank yeah. you brett and it was right next to a greek's pizza yeah it was a good um, time. So this is the last, what do you call it, preliminary round? Yeah. Uh, episode five. The last preliminary round, and, and boy, was it something. So we have our female contestants are Tracy Phillips, an apartment manager from Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. and Christy Cotton, a stunt woman mm. and high school athletics coach from Los Angeles. She has a classic uh, gym teacher helmet haircut. Yeah. She um, really does. I don't know of a better way to describe it. I, what would you say she looks like besides a high school gym gym teacher from like the ninety from a nineties movie? Um, I, I mean, she certainly attended Lilith Fair. Oh man, there is. Was there a part of a Cagney and Lacey that looked like her? I don't remember what Cagney and Lacey looked like, but I feel like half of them looked like yeah. Like if you put Cagney and Lacey together, or you're saying either mm. Cagney or Lacey look like her. Yeah, that's second thing. All right, okay. we'll accept that. All right, and our two male contestants are Joe Rogers, a sales rep from Dakota, Georgia, and Bernard Todd, mm. a former high school football player, a standout. What we learn is he's still in high school. He, <laughs> By former high school football player, they mean the season's over, but yeah. he is. Really? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Well, you will here in a second. But that's how he's introduced, is a former high school football player, a standout. <laughs> what does that mean? That he was good? Yeah, he was good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Stood out of I looked him up. I tried to find him online. I can't find anything that he played football in college or anything like that. Oh. So our hosts, as always, are Mike Adamley and Joe Theismann, who you may know from the 2015 movie Love on the Sidelines. Wow. How many movies was Joe <laughs> Theismann in? 
We're going to find out. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. Love on the sidelines? Yeah. Love, Love on, on the, the sidelines. Love on the sidelines. Joe claims you aren't going to believe what you're about to see. They use a lot of canned things, and that's one of them, because yeah. he says it again in the next episode. So, yeah. first, Do you notice how quickly people clap when Joe starts talking? Like absolutely. it's three, two, one, start clapping. Yeah. Three, two, one, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's in his writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably more of a Joe Theismann thing than a pr- production thing. I think there's a lot of Joe Theismann things that mm-hmm. go along with Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think he was only on like the first or second seasons. I think yeah. he got replaced. I remember quickly. Larry Zonka in yeah. my childhood. That's kind of when so I was I. really into it. But anyway, we digress. So our first event is Men's Assault. Which we got the uh, Rambo explanation, the eat your heart out, John Rambo, that one. Yeah. Because there's like three assault intros, and that's one of them. Was that Adam Lee? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joe Rogers, tail of the tape, six foot, 185 pounds, 26 years old, and he is a sales representative. We don't know what he sells, Mm. but he represents them. Did you notice how when Adam Lee was demonstrating it, he said, dodge, dodge, duck? No. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Huh. When he was, I don't know if he rolled before it. Huh. It was in like transition. Duck, duck, goose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dodge, dodge, duck. Mm-hmm. Just rolls off the tongue. So he rolls. Uh, Bernard Todd is five <laughs> foot 10, 190 pounds, and he's 18 years old. Man. It has his occupation as student, which I can only guess is high school high student. High school student. <laughs> he did yeah. not look 18. <laughs> no, he did not. But that was the part of, that was the time that everybody looked 30. Oh, um, yeah, the 80s. Yeah. Joe Rogers is one of seven children, we learn, clearly of a certain ilk. Uh, he gets hit behind the burned-down building as soon as he touches the cannon. Like, he yeah. sticks his hand yeah, out and they tagged. Uh, yeah, 100 miles an hour, yeah. right on the hand. That'll get you. And then Bernard, we get his uh, real-world interview where he, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Playing for, <laughs> playing pro football, making 2 to $3 million a year, having a good life, wife and kids, uh, his accent's like super, super Southern and there's no way I could try to attempt <laughs> to do it That's without fine. sounding bad. Smart move. It's a Southern accent. He takes of like the longest aim I've seen in this on yeah. the very first on the, the rocket launcher. Um, and he hits it first, mm-hmm. like, and Joe says he hits it dead square in the lower bottom part of the target. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. All right. Bernard says, I tried to get my aim just right, and it worked. So can't well, there you go, Bernard. Yeah. So our score after one event, uh, 60, Bernard, zero, Joe. Okay. So women's Powerball. So Sonny says, you know what they say, you get too close to the sun, you get burned. Yeah. And then yeah. Mike says, Lacey, darling. Uh, and she says, I'm going to spin around, charm them to death, and then slaughter them. Wow charm them to i doubt it man who's your best who's your favorite improviser because they obviously all these come none none of them are pre-canned no they do them on the spot i definitely not gemini no no gemini's trash it's malibu i've got to go with malibu malibu's my favorite too yeah yeah he's he's the best malibu and lace are my favorite gladiators i think i would agree with that yeah i like lace i like lacy darling I'm going to spin around, charm them to death, and then slaughter them. <laughs> so Tracy Phillips is 24, 5 foot 3, and 125 pounds. She's an apartment manager. Christy Cotton is 31, 5 foot 7. She, by the way, she looks 45. She really does. Yeah. Um, 
five foot seven, 118 pounds, stunt woman, high school coach. Uh, and like I said, she looks very much like a stereotypical 90s TV show or movie like gym teacher. Yeah. Like from like not another teen movie or something. Yeah, for sure. So Christy gets a real world interview and she models herself after her mom. Mm. But when it wasn't kosher to like your mom, she shifted to Wilma Rudolph and Babe Diedrichson. (laughs) Wow. That was my favorite line of the whole show. (laughs) When it wasn't kosher anymore. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) When did it become like, when did liking your mom become shellfish? (laughs) (laughs) When did liking your mom become Brooklyn drinking water? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Man. That's Manhattan. all callback. Nice. Was it Brooklyn or Manhattan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably New York. both. New yeah. York drinking water. Pre-war building, yeah. Tracy ran cross-country in junior college mm. and was a gymnast. So the uh, Powerball begins, and Christy immediately gets two in, and Tracy just basically runs the baseline the entire time. Yeah. To quite a bit of success. By the end of this, Tracy has 75 and Christy has 45. Mostly, it seemed like they were keyed in on Christy. Because mm-hmm. if you were to look at the two of them, you would assume Christy was the more athletic for reasons. And for reasons. Yeah. And so it seemed like the gladiators are like, well, we got to take Christy out. So Tracy just literally runs baseline to baseline. Yeah. Um, yeah. At will. So let's do our Powerball segment. Okay. This is a really fun fuel. part. Pick up the bingo. Russ going back to his days as a bingo caller at a... Bingo Shabbos. Uh, Professional bingo caller. Bingo, bingo caller, yeah. Blaine, I want to thank you in advance for preparing these random facts for our Powerball. You're welcome. B4. B4. Charles Darwin's personal pet tortoise didn't die until 2006. Wow. Wow. Did he bring it back from... I imagine he would, yeah, from his... Should we just of, go the, back and check on him? The Galapagos... Did he have a name? Uh, he brought back a five-year-old tortoise named Harriet. Oh. Uh, oh. She outlived her adopter by 124 years, wow. making it a whopping 176 years old. How do you oh. know that the tortoise is five? What? How do you know the tortoise the is five when you on the get inside. it? Oh, okay, you <laughs> got to cut it open. Yeah. Also, I just assumed it was male for some reason. Yeah, well. Yeah. By default. Well, you're a misogynist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a Looney Tunes thing. I think all turtles are male. Harriet lived out her final years. <laughs> Harriet lived out her final years as part of the family of Steve Irwin in Australia. Oh. From Charles Darwin to Steve Irwin. Yeah, that's wow. pretty. That's a, Crikey. I would have never guessed those two Crikey things indeed. would meet in a Venn diagram. Mm, no. All huh. thanks to Harriet the tortoise. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. All right. What's all the right. next one? All right. That was fun. That was fun. All right. I-24. Okay. There is a secret baseball Hall of Fame inductee. What? Okay, that's not entirely true. I actually remember this one. But what did you say? There's a secret baseball Hall of Fame inductee. Oh. There's not really a secret. It, basically, a dude was there in 1988, and he slipped a photo of his dad wearing a baseball uniform into one of the glass cases. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it remained there for six years before wow. anybody caught it. <laughs> that's great. No one caught it. Yeah. But yeah, no, that wasn't not really a secret person. Just uh-uh. some dude pulled off the best prank ever. Way to go. And it lasted for six years. Six yeah. years is a long time. Yeah. Good for you. It doesn't say his name. I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like... Abner Doubleday. Yeah, let's see. Hold on. It is Joe O'Donnell hmm. is his name. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to... Photo was taken at the family farm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
he was in the Hall of Fame for six years. He's was cool he at person. least like wearing a jersey, or was it just some guy? Yeah, no, on a farm? he was he was dressed up like in an old baseball uniform, and like they took a black and white photo, so it looked old. That's oh, excellent. got yeah. it. Like a uh, Wagner. Uh, Honus, Robert Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner. Honus mm-hmm. Wagner. Yeah, yeah. He had like the most expensive baseball card ever sold, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Russ. It was in like one. cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah. Or tobacco or uh-huh. something. All right, what number did you get, Russ? N32. Mm, that's a good one. A U.S. park ranger once got hit by lightning seven times. Seven? Like in a row? Like seven lightning bolts hit him all at one time? Six maids of ringing. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of Benjamin Button where he's like, I got struck by lightning seven times. Man, that is crazy. You would think that you would stop being a park ranger yeah. at, at maybe number one. Or maybe just like not an outside park ranger. No. Okay. Like an inside park an ranger. An administrative park ranger. Roy yeah. Cleveland Sullivan, a park ranger at the Shenandoah National Park in Virginia, who between 1942 and 1977 was struck by lightning on seven different occasions, wow. earning him an entry into the Guinness Book of World Records and the nickname Human Lightning Rod. Be cool if it was Lightning Roy. Oh, that um, would yeah, be cool. Yeah. He survived all of them and he lived to the age of 71. Wow. So, hmm. sounds job, like Roy. a born name, also. Roy Cleveland <laughs> Sullivan? No, Human Lightning Rod. Oh, yeah. Roy. Yeah. My first number is N36. The world's most successful pirate was a woman. Okay. I feel like I knew that. Uh, what was her name? I'm immediately intrigued. Uh, I'm going to guess. Was it Bess? Was it uh, Fran- no, Francesca? Pink, not pink, close. Pinkbeard? No. Nope. <laughs> Ching Shi, a former sex worker and widow of fearsome pirate Ching Ai, became a hugely successful pirate, succeeding her husband and eventually commanding more than 1,800 pirate ships and 80,000 men. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. When, when, when was she alive, does it say? 19th century. Okay. 1800. Hmm. 1800. Um, wow. I didn't know. Wow, that. that's really breaking Ching norms. She. I wouldn't have think that pirates would have been around in the 19th era. The 19th, although, yeah, yeah, I mean, the there Barbary are pirates, pirates. now. Yeah, I know. But like Look at go- me. When was the golden age of the pirate? <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> when was the golden age of piracy? Wouldn't all of the ages be the golden ages since they were going after, like, the blooms? Uh, well, no, like yeah, the late. I think, like, the 1600s. Is that when I think of pirates? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, when were the Caribbean ones? Good question. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go with another roll here. Here we go. All right. Next one. This two or three. She was a this sex worker? Second. She was a sex worker. Pink Beard would be a good name for <laughs> porn. Also. She starred in Human Lightning Rod. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, G46. A California woman tried to sue the makers of Cat and Crunch after she learned crunch berries were not real berries. <laughs> <laughs> like false advertising? Wow. That's a very American thing to do. Those things tear up the roof of your mouth, right? They really do. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, Janine Sugawara was devastated when she cracked, up, cracked open a box of Cat and Crunch. <laughs> She crapped out a box of <laughs> Devastated I'd be to devastated find that there wasn't too. a single berry in the box. Feeling tricked by the cereal company, she sued Quaker Oats, who owns Captain Crunch, on the grounds of false advertising. Wow. 
The complaint was quickly dismissed when the judge reminded her there's no such thing as a crunch berry. Mm, just oh. tossed it out. Yeah. Devastated. 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 Yeah. Just mm, ruined her day. All right, this is my third and final roll here. Let's go with N35. Oh, wow. Close a lot of ends. Yeah, a lot of ends. Oh, this isn't surprising. Okay. Animal shelters are slammed on July 5th. Animals are getting scared of the oh. fireworks running away. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, they're outside yeah. with their families. Mm-hmm. Many terrified. pets run away out of fear on July 4th. There it is. It's kind of sad. Thank you, Blaine. Hopefully you want- they all get really, picked up. Just because they all hate freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And troops. Friendly reminder that John Adams thought July 2nd was going to be uh, celebrated with sports. NASCAR. And fireworks. But it was the, the second was the day that it was voted on. The fourth was the day that it was signed. Hmm. So you can go back to episode two, the scri- voice. I think it was the voice. I think it was the voice. Yeah. Hmm. On to men's joust. Men's joust. Here men's we go. Men's joust. Mm-hmm. Uh, pugiling with nitro. I don't need this stick. My body's invincible. That makes me a god. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. really leaning into the the heel to the Yeah, because people are starting to boo him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he's he's standing up there. Tell um, me you're on steroids without telling me you're on steroids. Yeah. That makes yeah. me a god. I am a golden god. Uh so Joe Joe Rogers, he ended up holding his own for a while, but uh he eventually loses his balance mm. and falls off. Bernard, on the other hand, comes out swinging. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Throwing haymakers with that q-tip <laughs> nitro basically just gets frustrated and eventually shoves him off like with his hands classic nitro. Uh, once again yeah explosive nitro, cocky <laughs> prone to violence yeah he, this is not the first visually time nitro. interesting <laughs> <laughs> capable so of what is it capable producing of? the emotional moments <laughs> i like that they stick with that too like, yeah they're yeah. not moving from that no, script they're no. like this is solid we're doing this every this is time really really good yeah so we get the executioner and oh, yeah. i have a theory the and one of our listeners texted me and he also has this theory i think it's bronco i think you think bronco, bronco is inside the executioner oh. now yeah. last time i wrote we it saw down bronco Maybe that's Bronco. Last time we saw Bronco, he was he subbed in for Malibu when Malibu got yeeted yeah. from the uh, human the cannonball. Human cannonball, the four foot platform. Yeah. yeah, that was the only time we've seen Bronco since then. That's well, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Bernard then says he's too big, slow. He needs to sit down and chill for the day. Yeah. I I love Bernard. Okay. Like he's one of my favorite characters thus yeah. far yeah. after Billy. Billy Worth is pretty great. I mean, so he, did you guys? I know our commercials never sync up on this. Like yeah. we get something different. Yeah. Did you get? Were all of your commercials for the Charleston Chamber of Commerce? No. I've never once seen a Charleston no. South Chamber. Carolina. Yeah, Charleston, South Carolina. It was just shots of different couples like holding hands in yeah. different parts of Charleston in the shower. Are you? <laughs> are you sure you're watching it on Pluto TV? Yes, like we are. Yes. Hundred percent. No, man. Mine are usually for Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Yep. What? Um, family ties. Family ties. And then I, I got a ton during this specific episode that I watched for Tide Pods. I've never oh. seen a Tide Pod one. I've seen a lot for nine hundred two one zero. I haven't gotten nine hundred two one zero yet. Okay. All right. Well, if you also want to watch these, you can uh, download. He needs for to free. sit down and chill for the day. Pluto yeah. TV app. 
So Bernard's up 160 to 35. Joe's wow, got a, a lot of ground to that's make a up. Big gap. So now we've got women's human cannonball. Laces on the platform. Oh. Both women are 0 for 2. So Tracy's real-world interview. Seems like every time I've gotten in the blocks or began skating, the minute it starts, I'm super nervous when I'm standing there. But the minute whatever it is starts, like with the competition or anything like that, <laughs> or a powwow, what? I don't remember. I can't read my handwriting. This is probably. <laughs> yeah. This is really nice. Or a body melt show. That was one thing she said she did. Then I'm confident. I'm just become someone who's very confident. I'm just thinking about myself, not anybody else. I don't have to think about them, just doing the best I can do. And then she knocks Lace off. Yeah. Oh. Did they say she's on the U.S. National Physique Committee? Is that a thing? They said that? I think so, oh, yeah. the USPC? Yeah. U.S. National, National Physique Committee. USNPC. So Instagram. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Do you think Bernard looks like a young Barry Sanders? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't. I think Barry Sanders is shorter than that. Does Bernard have a very thin mustache? <laughs> I'm not talking about height. Is Bernard remind me because <laughs> like in the face? Oh. This is very similar to the what we experienced with the books, where we were recording much after the fact that we read the books. Is Bernard the the the, the gleman with a thin mustache and potentially the cleft palate scar? No, I think that's, that's um, Greg Williams, isn't it? No, I think that's oh maybe. We're not talking about um, Gomer's husband or right? <laughs> Hosea. Hosea. It's not Hosea. No, okay. I'm thinking Hosea. of Hosea. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. So Christy also knocks Lace off. So our score to now, Tracy has 105 and Christy has 75. Okay. Consequently, we're going to the breakthrough and conquer. Mm. Consequently. 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 You'll have to conquer. So Nitro is the breakthrough and Gemini is the conquer, which is different because usually Gemini is the breakthrough. And Malibu is the conqueror. Correct. Yeah. So Bernard, they point out, is a tailback. And he looks terrible in this. Yeah. Like, does not look like he knows how to run with the football and steps out of bounds. <laughs> he then goes into the ring with Gemini and he just decides to go real high, mm. which is like the worst thing you can do in this. You have to get low and get leverage and try to get them to lose their balance and follow. Never going to work. Um, Gemini also played in the NFL for like six, get it. nine years, something get like that. It. Did he? Maybe that's yeah. why Bernard never played college football. It's because they watched that tape. Uh, yeah. Like, clearly yeah. not. Yeah, Low garbage. man wins. That's kind of sad too that that was his big aspiration mm-hmm. was two yeah. to three million dollars football and wife and wife family. and kids. Wife Hopefully, and kids. got like a wife and kids at least. I couldn't find I, I, I couldn't know. find anything about this guy. I found a couple Bernard. What's his last name? Todd Shaw. Ber- Bernard Todd. Is it Bernard, Bernard Todd? Bernard Todd. I found a couple of them on LinkedIn, but none of them had pictures, so I couldn't mm-hmm. verify. And it's not lost on me how awesome it would have been to find him on LinkedIn. Of all yeah. the places. Yeah. Been great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Skills include pugilistic yeah, holding. Pugiling. Uh, haymakers. Human cannonball. Haymakers. Uh, so Joe. <laughs> is, <laughs> Can you put human cannonball on LinkedIn? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so Joe gets his real world interview and he says his wife thinks it's great. She's out here with me, and it's been a great second honeymoon. Well, we never had a first honeymoon, so we're treating it like our honeymoon. And I think we're going to remember this first anniversary for quite a while. Oh, yeah. I don't think his head's in the game. I don't I, think he's got the focus where it needs to be. I think he's to be a true warrior mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an American yeah. gladiator. That's a good point. I, 
I mean, you can't be bringing your family. What is he? No. Tony Finau. Um, it's your wife. I don't even know who Tony Finau is. He's a professional golfer. Fee um, then. Took a <laughs> Fee then. I wonder before. why they didn't have a first honeymoon. He didn't really get into it. That's well, a good he question. Had a, yeah, maybe none of his brothers or sisters gave him enough wedding cash. Oh, yeah. Mm, could have been that. Passing uh, around the sack like an Italian wedding. You just throw money in there. Is that a thing you do in an Italian wedding? I it's thought that's where you went to ask for a favor. Uh, that uh, you can't refuse. Of my daughter's wedding. Of my daughter's wedding. So he makes like the laziest cut I've ever seen. He gets knocked out of bounds. Okay. And then, <laughs> in this is by far the weirdest conquer I've seen because Gemini knocks him down, and I don't think he knows the rules because he just gives up. Gemini like, does. No, no. Oh, Joe. The, yeah. Like Joe he does. gets knocked down, and he's like, "Ah, good job." Dang it! And he like goes oh, yeah. to give oh, him a handshake. Yeah, that's right. And that's Gemini's right. looking at him like. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like, I guess we're done here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you have a certain amount of time. You have right? ten seconds. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it doesn't really matter if you get knocked down or wow. not. Uh, he did not chumble one with that. Nice. He got knocked down, and he did oh, not he get st- up again. He stayed there. Uh, they they ever kept him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pissing the night away. He drank mm-hmm. a whiskey drink. He drank. He got vodka drink. He got zero points. <laughs> he drank a cider drink. <laughs> Sings the songs that remind him of the, the Gemini's. The Gemini's. He sings a song that remind <laughs> him of the Malibu. Of the Malibu. I'm a child oh. of nature. <laughs> Malibu's the best. He looked over at Bernard and was like, "Don't wait for me, Bernard boy." <laughs> Gemini gets an interview and he says, "Intimidation is not a concept. You either have it or you don't. Spirit. I've got the spirit." And I wrote down, he's just a mountain of personality. He is. He has the best facial expressions, too. He does when he shifts, because the whole thing is like the the dual personality for Gemini, Mm -hmm. that a producer was like, listen, it's based on the constellation, the twins. We need you to have a split personality here, okay? Also, intimidation is 100% a concept. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... You can tell that he like forgets he's supposed to have a split personality and then he remembers or and his face just changes. Or does he he's fooled himself so well or he, he just is, has a, he has steroid he has, Gemini <laughs> and off cycle Gemini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he's off cycle, he's just angry and he's like, oh, I've got such bad acne. Gemini looks like the dude who's actually probably got the least amount of steroids in him. It, I mean, if you just look at him, he <laughs> looks he, oh, I should say, hold on, hold on. His do- arms are like 38 inches. He looks yeah. ridiculously jacked. But I, I'm like, yeah, I get that because he played in the NFL for however many years. Nitro looks like a dude who shoots up every day. Yeah. yeah. I would go Nitro, Malibu. Oh, on the steroid Gemini. scale? You I think put, Gemini's top? No, I put Malibu top. I, I think Malibu's all natural. No. Okay. Because no. I think Malibu was found like he was one of those dudes that like worked out outside at like Venice Beach. Yeah, he's a child of oh, nature. Yeah. And yeah. like I think yeah. that like those dudes are like so concerned about like every muscle looking cool. Like yeah. I think they're all on cycle all the time. Oh, okay. Well, we need to get him on the show and just ask him like how many like steroids did you do? Yeah. Like, over 10 um, would be my guess. He did at least 10 steroids. Do you think he would willingly admit, like, give out that number, or he'd deny it? I don't know. I think he's, like, uh, like pretty... Um, Open? No. Christian? Yeah. Oh, Darren McBee? Is that yeah. who we're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Darren. Darren. Darren McBee, the cool Darren. laid-back surfer dude. Do you think we could break down his barriers, like, enough to get him to be honest? Um, like psychologically? 
Yeah, like get him to be comfortable enough with us that he just tells us the truth about like his life. Yeah. Because I feel like he seems like the type of dude that like wants to have this facade that like everything's awesome and like he doesn't want to ever like get into the I don't know. The I feel like he's the, gone I mean, through the fire and he's hmm. he's like a, a sponsor now and less of a addict. That could be that could like be he wants to tell people about it. Hmm. Uh, he is my favorite though. Women's Aldo. assault. Oof. Yikes. Again, Lace is the one uh, shooting the tennis balls. Over at yeah. 100 miles an hour, by the way. And Tracy very obviously is just trying to get through. Like, she's not even trying to aim. She's like, her goal. Because, mm. and I think that's a valid survive um, tactic. Tactic, yeah. yeah. I think I think getting through all of them, because you get a certain amount of points just for getting through. Correct. And if- the chances of hitting the target are, it seems low, although it does, I mean, a lot of people do it. It's a minute, right? You have sixty, you have 60 yeah, seconds. Yeah. Oh, there's a time limit on yeah. it. Yeah, and if you if you because it comes up in one of the women because one of the women just stands there for a long time and they're like, remember, she only has sixty seconds. Yeah, I think it was Christy. I think she just stood behind the burned out building for a minute. And I think if the gladiator gets out of tennis balls before that, you automatically get the points. Oh, but if they still have tennis balls, but you just survive, like you're stuck behind one of the stations, you can get a certain amount of points just for. Beating the clock. Why do people hang out behind the bush for so long? It's a good question. The bush is what the pistol. Is that, yeah, uh, but like that's where people get like it goes. The yeah. tennis balls usually go driftwood. right through it. Yeah, it looks the driftwood. I don't know. It, it looks actually like it would be hard to hit, but I see what you're saying. It's yeah, it's especially at this point it. after they've seen other people get hit mm-hmm. through the driftwood or whatever yep. it's called, and they still like really take their time yeah. there, laying on the ground waiting for a tennis ball to hit him in the face they seem to be most exposed. she gets hit tracy got hit through the driftwood yeah like the balls go through that driftwood yeah. pretty, pretty easily they seem to be most exposed from station two which is the the pearl no that's station five uh it's like the burned out like cabin chimney and yeah, station five the pearl what you didn't watch lost no mm. oh i did but i don't even remember that yeah uh, station five the pearl was that it dharma was, it was when they had to enter in the code like every uh, 90 oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. I like Penny. That one. Yeah. Not Penny's boat. Yeah, yeah. Penny. See you in another life, brother. <laughs> Penny. Uh, Charlie. <laughs> you all, everybody. Wait. You all, everybody. Dude, we need to. <laughs> Yo, if we did a Lost podcast. <laughs> There's so many of them. Oh, the Lost God. cast. There's so many <laughs> Lost podcasts, though. Um, Not ours, though. This, I mean, it is right now. Uh, yeah, it's trending lost. Um, <laughs> How do you pronounce this beer? Uh, oh yeah, we didn't even say what we're drinking. Uh, this well, Blaine is drinking uh, Miller, Miller Light, Light, a fine Pilsner beer. Do you know? Uh, speaking of Miller Light, Matthew McConaughey's brother Rooster. His um, name is Rooster. His name's Rooster. Wow. And his son's name's Miller Light. It oh, can't be that. What? Miller Light McConaughey. Uh huh. All right. All right. All yeah. Right. He. They had a his son's name is Miller. Light, yeah, McConaughey. I'm pretty sure he had a. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're wrong. That would be so funny. I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm almost Let's just positive. Put that out into uh, the universe. No, Miller. so they he had a rooster. Guy, there's no way I can spell oh, that word. It's L Y T E. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is his yeah his yeah. children Matthew McConaughey's Light. older brother Mike Rooster McConaughey has a son, <laughs> and he has a daughter named Margarita Olympia. And then another one named Madison. Like that kid's Jeez. like very well adjusted. 
But how do you pronounce the name of this beer? Uh, this is Weihstefana. W-E-I-H-E-N-S-T-E-P-H-A-N-E-R. It is Made from by the, Nazis. It sounds like it is. <laughs> it's the, it's <laughs> from the world's oldest brewery. Uh, brewed in uh, since 1040. Wow. Easy. 1040. That's where you get your taxes done. <laughs> yeah. Weihstefana. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. sounds racist. It's like, like a German blue moon, but even <laughs> Sounds better. a little more like, than racist. Like, like I'm, kind of, I'm kind of shocked you're drinking it, Russ. Yeah. Seems vaguely threatening. Um, so well, Christy's asked why she's a stunt woman. Oh, yeah. And she says, it's something I've wanted to do since I was a little bitty girl. My parents used to love it out here. I grew up uh, watching my uncle in the business. Meaning so LA. it's something I've wanted to do. So clearly she got the stunt woman job through nepotism. Mm. Um, she's a nepo baby, as they call them. Also, Lace runs out of bullets. Yes. And Christy doesn't realize it. All She, she yeah. could have moonwalked yeah. the rest of the way. <laughs> that would have been so she's cool. she's like yeah. literally cowered yeah. uh, behind the barrels, just like hoping against hope mm-hmm. that the time will run out. And yeah. But I think you have to keep going and make it to the stage for it to oh, count. Oh, I see. And, oh, I oh, thought you got like scores for every... Gun you shot. I think you, or, maybe you're right. May um, I ask? Do you, do you guys know? Does the gladiator shooting the tennis balls have to reload, or does it automatically? Yeah. So I noticed that. Is that a semi-automatic? Yeah, that's like, no. That's so an automatic. And they there was a a jam in an episode that we're going to talk about soon. Okay. So every shot they have to like uh, charge okay. the the weapon. Okay. And there was a jam. In the the quarterfinal round, that was the that was what made me like think of it or notice it was because she was like trying to move, it was like double fed yeah. two tennis balls in so she had to like clear out the chamber. It kind of looks um, like a is that a gatling like an upside down gatling gun of sorts, right? Was a gatling gun the thing with like the round magazine below? No, uh, no. Oh, gatling gun was the crank. Yeah. Um, You're thinking of like a Tommy gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah Tommy, Tommy gun. gun. Yeah. yeah. But this is if, if a Tommy yeah. gun was like cartoonishly large, correct? Uh, with tennis balls, it's, yeah, tennis it's a cartoonishly balls. large uh, upside down Tommy gun. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a pretty. Yeah, good a, a Gatling gun is like six barrels in a okay. in a Got it. in a cylinder. Yeah, and they would like crank, crank it, it. Yeah, and the barrels would rotate, and it was like I think a single action through, Got or it. not a single action, but a single shot through each barrel as it rotated. Yeah, you see, you see it a lot in like, huh? What sound does that make? Loud. Right, if you I, had to I would imagine it. Gatling guns were loud as hell. Does a Warthog, an A10, have a Gatling gun-like yeah. thing on it? 25 millimeter. That is, <laughs> it's, yeah, so if you want to know what that sounds like, uh, it, it just goes... <laughs> and it's awesome because you There's see a the name people, for it in the Army, right? The God fart. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the sound of safety. You see some A10s and mm-hmm. you're like... Somebody's going to get unalive today. Uh, <laughs> you shared a story that you you were the radio guy or something that heard the A-10 pilot go, did that guy just shoot at me? Yeah. Where like the guy didn't have to shoot at him. Like, no. They were doing it's like not a, a good idea. If you're ever in a situation where you have a gun and there's an airplane that has a bigger gun, I wouldn't suggest shooting at the airplane. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. But this this individual thought that it was going to be a good idea. There's a thing called a show of force where essentially like the airplane just kind of like buzzes a tower, like flies down real low. Yeah. And, and most uh, sane people 
will be like, no, you're, that's fine. I'll yeah. go away. Yeah. And this guy didn't do that. Uh, he looked up and with his AK-47 just kind of like sprayed it in the air, like five or six. Yeah. And we were, I was in the talk, the Which tactical the operations center watching on a feed through a camera. Okay. Uh, we had this hundred well, I think it was 107 foot tower on our uh, fob that, that you could see, I don't know, two, three miles away on it. And so we were watching this and it was like a firefight. There was three guys and this platoon like didn't, they had to get somewhere. So they didn't have time to like take these three guys out. And so there was Nathan on station. I called the guy and was like, Hey man, will you do a show for us? It was a little bit more, more formal than that. Hey man. And hey man. Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no problem. Flies low. The dude shoots at him and we were all, I remember like looking around in the room and everybody's like jaws were on the floor. Like that guy, so stupid. Yeah. Like we were giving this dude the chance to walk away. Yeah. We didn't. And the pilot came over the radio and he said, did that guy just shoot at me? And anytime that you get, you ask like, um, aircraft to shoot the commander has to give his initials so that they have um, like a layer of, of accountability there so that like the pilots can be like, well, he, I, I thought it was good. He positively identified him. He's the one that gave the initials. I didn't know any better if you shot the wrong thing. So the commander gets on, he's like, yeah, permission to engage DJC. And uh, the pilot, (laughs) you could hear him laughing. He goes, oh, I don't need your initials on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And um, those three people disappeared. Mm. Um, Like they were, they were there and then they were not there. Yeah. Yeah. But that you you said the sound of safety though, is the, Mm -hmm. the A-10 God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 25 millimeter. It's, it's not a small round. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's 25 millimeters around and they shoot like some insane amount like 200 a second or some something crazy I, I used to know wow. how that wow yeah so with okay. that it's uh the score on the women's side is 105 to 105 <laughs> okay there we go. we're gonna take a break yeah sounds good facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy it doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming but there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans and that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation. And you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org, Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities, browse the current open job openings in these communities, and receive your free shirt. That's invets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Welcome back. Thank you. From American presidents to American gladiators. Mm -hmm. I still think that, like, I want to do a, oh, you know what we should call this podcast? Go ahead. Swing shot. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think we're ever going to see it. Yeah, we haven't seen that. It, I don't only, think we ever will. You only I think hear about the score. Only true American Gladiator fans will get the reference mm. if we call this <laughs> swing, swing shot. shot. American swing shot. Um, mm. Swing shot, uh, the unofficial American Gladiators podcast. From American Presidents to American Gladiators, colon, 
swing shot. See, that's too much. Man. Or swing shot colon. Swing shot colon swing from shot. American president <laughs> to uh, American gladiators. There's a there's a dude on Instagram that I like. And he does like voiceovers of people that like spell stuff wrong. I've sent you some of his videos. Oh, okay. And like, um, there's a whole bunch of social media posts of people that misspell cologne to colon. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh, I miss the smell of his colon. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, when the smell of his colon's still on my pillow. Mm. Gross. <laughs> yeah. That's called pink eye. So let's move on to Powerball. <laughs> if we remember, the score yep. is 160, Bernard, to 35, Joe. Thank you. I do have a note here that Bernard looks 35. He's okay. 18. Man. Uh, Joey T says, seems like everyone's got that huddle down. Because they oh, yeah. 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 Like slowly yeah. Are, are doing uh, a little bit better. Only took them five episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. What, so, is, what is doing better in the huddle even look like? They're a little bit more like fluid. Uh, like coordinated. The, what's the thing where they all put their hands in and three musketeers it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're, they're a little bit better at that. Can you remember the three musketeers? Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and Crunchberry. Uh, <laughs> Devastated. What, what were their names? Yeah. Devastated <laughs> by the Crunchberry. Porthos. Aramis. I want to say there was an Arthos. Hermaphrodite. Artemis. Artemis. Porthos. Artemis. D'Artagnan was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I always forget these. What did I call them? I used an Old Testament name. Yeah. What doesn't matter? Thessalonica? Thessalonica. 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 That's that's sorry, that's New Testament. I I don't know how I pulled that at all. First and second Thessalonians. Yeah. This is Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. To Thessalonians. Um (laughs) So didn't Trump say that in a speech? He was like, Oh, I'm sure. From my favorite book, Two Thessalonians. I don't get that. Uh, Thessalonica was the what? city where the early church, where Paul was writing to his... Uh... Anyway, the uh, the three musketeers were Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. Athos? Athos. Hmm. Porthos and Aramis. Porthos was clearly the fat one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so all three gladiators really key in on Bernard, and he still just like trucks them like if he would yeah. use the energy he used in powerball and breakthrough mm-hmm. and conquer mm-hmm. he would have an even more insurmountable lead than he does which now stands at 205 to 95 man joe theisman says coming up next women's joust grab your sticks and swing them <laughs> oh my <laughs> joe theisman that is for some reason they choice. use sunny in women's joust and i think that's a really poor decision because she's like the tallest woman on the planet yeah she's yeah. That, like an amazonian amazonian woman like a real pale one but sure uh well i guess there's a lot of trees uh she's a very nordic she's super tall yeah she's yeah. nordic yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> there's a she, lot of trees yeah. yeah you wouldn't get them a lot of sun yeah um <laughs> she also after this i've learned this from that oral history i was talking about this is her only season because she gets pregnant no zap gets pregnant zap gets pregnant zap um, gets pregnant yeah russ by who sunny <laughs> uh, i don't know so let's look it was that divine zap, um <laughs> zap pregnant gladiator what if it was divine oh man what if zap was <laughs> Wouldn't it be modern fun? day Mary? Wouldn't it be fun to like turn on paternity court and it's zap, <laughs> and, it's zap. and then all the other American gladiators on the other side? 
but she I just looked it up spoiler she comes back for season three. Oh, okay well, so that's exciting weren't real oh. big on maternity leave apparently um, not yeah so either way I don't think that Sonny's height really helps with the leverage factor here Tracy and uh, Sonny basically just like lock pugils mm-hmm. and stand there for 25 seconds yeah they don't do much so yeah. it's like 25 because I went back and timed it <laughs> It's like 25 seconds of them just standing there. Okay. Just like staring at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Lovingly. And then Christy gets knocked off right away. So Tracy has a 165 to 140 lead going into... Oh, and then Sunny says, I like to think about it as a total eclipse. Hmm. Oh, somebody fed her that line. Oh, yeah. 100% she was fed that by... Like an associate producer who's just like, hey, Sonny, yeah. I know we've been talking We're about trying to give you a shot here. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know. Like, can you please stop being a wet sandwich? Yeah. 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 Here's, here's some sun <laughs> terminology research that I've done. Um, we, we decided not on using Icarus. Also, we, we really think you should talk about an eclipse, okay? Right, so what do I say? What do I say? Well, no, she does make the comment in one of the episodes. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. If you fly to too close to the sun, you get burned. You're right. Oh. So that is so an she Icarus. she does thing. Icarus. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So she they gave her like a list. Yeah. 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 yeah right. They were like, she here's did. the seven things we know about the sun. Vitamin yeah. D. Uh, try to avoid the gas stuff. Uh, <laughs> I like to think of her while she was like locked in the joust. She was just saying that line to herself over and over again. <laughs> just so for she her wouldn't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. There's a lot more gladiator content in this episode. There and I have not. a feeling we're going to start seeing that more. Like, I think that. Because I remember the gladiators like knowing more about them or what they wanted us to know. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to interview them more often. You got the little hiccups? Yeah. No, I don't. That was, I was trying to not burp out loud. Don't burp out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Have you not heard Don't Cry Out Loud? Is that Gloria by, uh, Uh, what's her name? Gloria. Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) No, Don't Cry Out Loud was, um, Doors don't get knocked off the John Just the Just. <laughs> and when it comes to cannonball, stand your ground, Gloria. <laughs> it's a Gloria. Yeah, add that one to the playlist, Randy. Gloria by what's her name? Uh, Gloria. Uh, Unassailable. Hold on, Gloria Song. Uh, who sang that one? Uh, Laura Branigan. Yeah, Laura Branigan. Ah, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria, Gloria. <laughs> Don't cry out loud was a song by the Moments. Don't they, cry they were uh, one moment. Was um, it? I feel like that was. Maybe it was Elkie Brooks. Maybe that's I feel like it was like from the like um, female singer from the seventies. Uh, Laura, not Branigan. the one that I like the nightlife. Not the one that I like the boogie. Share. No, sure. uh, Barry Manilow, like Carlisle, like, Brandy uh, Carlisle. No, she's now. No, uh, Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda, Belinda Carlisle was. Uh, hold on, I, I can do this. Belinda oh. Carlisle was um, in Apollo thirteen with Kevin Bacon. With Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> what song did Belinda Carlisle sing? She, I think she had a few of them. I think she did. Oh, baby, don't you know it? that's worth? No. Oh, heaven is a place on earth. Oh, heaven, there's a place on Zap's womb. (laughs) (laughs) Belinda Carlisle. Let's see, what was her big hits here? Uh, 1990. uh, World without you. Go back to the year. Go back to the year. Heaven is a place on earth was Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, you were way off. 1985 and 1990. She was in the 70s. She was was born in the 70s. Lead singer of the Go-Go's. 
Oh. Lead singer of the... We got the beat, we got yeah. the beat. And then she did go-go out on her own. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Where are we? She got Cannonball? zapped pregnant. Oh. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> Ray Hollett is uh, Zap's real name. Ray Hollett Olson now. The cannonball. <laughs> Joe's already one for two. <laughs> and Bernard is 0 for two. Oh, um, Poor Bernard. And Joe knocks Nitro off relatively easily. So two for three. And uh, Bernard does not... So he gets mm. zero points, and it's starting to become a game. And it, all, it doesn't really seem like Bernard knew how to use his body on that because no. he could have, like, if he would have understood the concept of a moment, he needed some Isaac Newton in his life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, uh, he was not an unstoppable force. Yeah, mm. going 800 miles an hour. Yeah. Adam Lee likes to talk about the immovable object meeting the unstoppable yeah. I mean, force. with this specifically. He yeah. really likes to use that a lot. Yeah, like Adam Lee took like uh, like psychology 101. He was the dude that went home after the first semester for Thanksgiving and was like an expert because he took psychology yeah. 101. That was Mike Adam Lee. I feel like Adam Lee, because he asks a lot of the interview questions in the real world interviews as well. Does he? Yeah. Oh. I just assume. Oh, because there was one that some gladiator just, or it was a it was a contestant just said something. No, I think it was an interview with Gemini. I think it was. Yeah, there was a Gemini real world. Interview and there's just dead earlier air in this episode. And Adam Lee like feeds him another oh, line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the score now is 205 to 155. So it's we're getting a game because it was 205 to 95 before. Then they show a thing backstage and Brian Hudson and Billy Worth are sitting back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they walk into the green room or whatever, yeah. and Billy's still got his sleeve on his head. Yep, and on his right. head. Yeah. I mean, we do know that they were recording like two to three episodes a day. Well, I think what it is is like they have to reset the facility because, like, when they do the eliminator mm-hmm. at the, it's it like takes up the entire floor. Like breakthrough oh, and conquer yeah, takes up the that. entire floor. The 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 assault takes up the entire floor. So I think they have to do. So after they strike, well, they reset. I have a theory that if you went to go see American Gladiators at Universal Studios, you were only seeing one or two events tops as a fan. You think it was the entire show? Have I you bet, seen? Yeah, I bet you saw multiple shows. Really? They recorded two or three a day. They did three seasons in like two months. Man. Yeah. Maybe it was just a much bigger soundstage than I would think. Yeah. Or they were just really quick about moving everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a professional. It was on the lot at Universal, yeah, right? So I, can, I, yeah. I, I would have imagined a lot of it is just like rolled out. Yeah. And then they put the brakes on the wheels. We got to get Darren McBee on the show. We do. Yeah. The boo. The and boo. Ask him. The big boo. The, boo. the, the big, big boo. boo. Yeah. How do we Red, do white, that? and boo. That'd be a good Red name boo. for it. God, I like yes. that, Russ. I like that a lot. Swing yeah. shot. The unofficial podcast, American Gladiators. So from American Gladiators to American Presidents to the Big Boo Slingshot. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking swing of Slingshot, Christy Cotton gets 120, which is an American Gladiators record. Christy Cotton is the uh, every person's middle school gym, gym teacher. teacher. Gym teacher. Okay. Um, and Tracy gets 95. So now we're tied at 260, Oof. which is oh. the first tie we've had going into the Eliminator. Man, this is um, intense. Mm-hmm. And and Christy and Tracy are neck for neck, or neck and neck, going into the swing for life. Yeah, neck for neck. Tracy gets absolutely depleted by Zap. <laughs> like, oh, she yeah. comes through yeah. the paper yeah. and goes, like, Heels overhead. Yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, Zap is not small. No. No. Zap no. is like if Sonny like, 
were, were shrunk down Depleted. by like a foot. Yeah, and yeah. Zap must have just timed it perfectly because yeah. she caught her when she was up in the air well, anyway. she had to have come through fully upright to go completely, de- I mean, decleated. How... Now, I got to think, logistically, how planted or how long are the gladiators planted on the other side of the paper? I would assume the entire they, time. Well, they can see them going at least to the swing for life. Okay. Because they're elevated and the, the so the gladiators yeah, are looking point. up. Good point. So they at least know like, okay, I probably have about five to ten seconds. Yeah. And they and must I hear also, them also. Sure. They probably hear them and I bet they have spotters. Okay. So they're probably like, they're coming um, like up on the ridge with the binoculars, yeah. or or just yeah, like, like a, standing next to the wall, like a distant like, scope, like six hundred meters. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> Dialed in a little laser pointer. Yeah, out. a little laser. We got their dude book right there. It's Mark Wahlberg. Um, a what book? I think it's called Dude Book. Dope. It's dope. It's a dope, it's dope book. book. Yeah, that's, dope. that's a sniper uh, spotter thing. No, it's like where you keep all your information about wind and. Like all that stuff. The movie my dad was in? (laughs) I have a question. It's just, (laughs) I have a question. It is an actual question that is sincere in curiosity. So a sniper and a spotter, is that that the technical term? A spotter? Yeah. Are they a duo the entire time? Or could you get... Defined entire time. Could a, like when you're deployed, are you a team? Like, is that your partner? Like for... Mm-hmm. Okay, so unless it's not, something happened, yeah, it's not like some other spotter could fill in for your guy. I mean, it's always possible, but yeah, yeah, you usually have a team. Yeah. My other question is: Does the spotter get credit, for lack of a better term, for the kills, or is it just the sniper? Mm, I don't know. Okay, I I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure that they do to an extent, but they rock a mic like a vandal. Yeah. So okay, thanks. She gets depleted. Christy meets Sunny. And Sunny basically like traps her with her leg. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Big old tree trunk for a while. For a long time, like she's like like a mouse on like the paper, the sticky paper, like trying to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does get through, and she does beat Tracy. So she ends up winning three hundred and seventy to two hundred and ninety-five. It was probably one of the more wild eliminators we had seen. Yeah. Joe needs uh, to win by ten seconds, and. Bernard goes sideways across the balance beam. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. Um, Interesting technique. Yeah. And Joe ends up getting caught up on the rope and just loses too much ground. Mm -hmm. Like on the the rope or the The commando line thing. Yeah. Yeah. No underwear. Bernard actually does hit Mm, a gladiator, but pretty much goes straight through him. And I didn't write down which one it was. Probably nitro. So Joe ends up with 300, Bernard ends up with 375. So our winners are Christy and Bernard. So we are now moving into the knockout rounds. So the next episodes you're going to hear, you're going to hear all about the people we've already talked about. They're in some cases facing the same people that they faced in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I wrote the bracket down. Yeah, correct. So I wrote down... The bracket. So Christy Cotton is going against Brenda Hund. Oh, Oh, Brenda Brenda. Hund. Yeah. Adelaide McCarthy is going up against uh, something Phillips. I couldn't remember. And then Nancy Petito is going up against Ross again, which uh, that was the the matchup. Laverne and Shirley. They were the two Boston girls that became like really good friends. Nancy Petito and Amy Ross. Amy Ross, yeah. 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 Amy, Amy, uh, Amy Ross, mm-hmm. the, the Christian singer. Yeah. Um, is that 
Okay. Baby, baby. Uh, and then Ursula Henry is going up against Joanna oh, Needham. I forgot about her. Oh, Old Needham. Old Needham. Uh, oh, Ursula is going up against yeah. Joanna Needham. Because wasn't Joanna Needham the, the cop? cop? Yeah. Yeah. Ursula. Ursula's whew, from Detroit. Can't wait. Also, while we do this, we're going to do a very riveting, in-depth reanalysis of the term of Millard Fillmore. So tune in for that. <laughs> <laughs> so in the men's side, Craig Williams is going up against John Shumsky, which is a rematch of episode one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, is that the Boston guys? Yeah, yeah the Boston both, guys. Both Boston yeah. guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. John Shumsky, <laughs> wicked smart. Yeah. Okay, Phil Carroll is going up against, uh, who is our Marine, our former Marine. Oh, yeah, yeah. former Marine. Uh, is going up against Bernard Todd. Okay. Uh, Billy Worth, this is my favorite matchup. Oh, I'm so mad they're, they're in round one. It's Billy Worth versus Hosea. Oh, oh nice. My two favorite characters. Yeah. One has to go. <laughs> Two men enter, one man leaves, and then Terry Moore against Brian Hudson. You, I don't know if you I remember Terry had, Moore. Yeah, because you couldn't have had two more plain-looking dudes. Okay. Like, Moore. Terry Moore and Brian, they look very similar. They have stupid bull cuts. Uh, one of them was the insurance agent. Oh. And the other guy's like the furniture buyer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For office the, Just stuff. super boring dudes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's just do this in... Okay. Try to forget what you know about any quarterfinals you've seen so far. Go ahead. Who are you pulling for in each side? And who do you think will win? Because uh, I think those are two different questions. So will... Christy Cotton or Brenda Hunt, who you got? No, no. Right. I'm saying just pick one oh. that you want to win American Gladiators versus oh. who do you think will win? Uh, okay. Okay. So on the women's side, who do you um, want? I think who's the female cop? Joanna Needham. Needham. I think Joanna will get far. She's pretty muscular. She's she's pretty built. And I think I think we're going to see Billy Worth go pretty far. I'm going to pull for Billy. I like Billy. I want him to go far. He's kind of a rebel, you know. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. My answer is the same on the women's side. I think Amy Ross. Oh, really? Is Waitress going... Amy Ross. Yeah. Okay. I think she's spunky. I think. Yeah. She's kind of the the every '90s girl, just yeah. in your high school. And I want former Marine to get all the way. Okay, just to piss Blaine off. I just I want to <laughs> see. Make me mad. I want to <laughs> I want to see more fist pump celebrations. Yeah. Oh man, like, that's so awkward. from an entertainment value. He's so like, yeah. awkward. I yeah. think that the three most entertaining to watch are the Marine uh, Phil, yeah, Billy, yeah, because. He's just a train wreck of a human being. I th- I think we'll see Craig Williams go pretty far. I think yeah. Craig Williams will win. I, yeah. You're probably right. I think Craig will go far. Who do I you think will win on the women's side? Hosea to win. Mm. Although I think I've completely maxed out my Hosea jokes. Like I think I've made yeah. it all the way through oh, yeah. both Man, chapters of had, the book. You had really good references in the Hosea episode. But I definitely think Craig is the best of all the, because I yeah. even said that after the first episode, I was like, I feel yeah. like this dude's gonna win. Yeah, he's he's pretty good on the women's side. I, I'm how do you feel you. about Nancy Petito? I think I want Nancy to go. For, I mean, she's a mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah she's that was like her whole thing. Yeah, she looks like Daniel Fitchner. But William, like, I don't know. William I think it's gonna Fitch, be William a comedy. I think it's yeah. gonna either be Christy Cotton because uh, she has all the experience. Mm. Or I definitely think Adelaide McCarthy has no chance. She was the real, real small girl. Oh yeah, she was like, tiny. Yeah. Being oh old. yeah. The uh, yeah. I don't think she's gonna get it at all. The... All right. So the eliminator. Yeah. What does Christie's of London make? 
These Christies. are all themed around people that were in the episode Christies today. Of Christie's London. of London. Do they make purses slash handbags, hats, jewelry, shoes, or makeup? Christie's of London. Mm. Christie's. I thought Christie's was like the insurance house. Yeah, I thought it was like an auction house. Like if J-Lo gets her butt insured. No, that's not Christie's. That's uh, Sotheby's. Sotheby's. Ah, damn it. Okay, what were the options yeah, again? what were the options? Purses slash handbags, okay. hats, jewelry, shoes or makeup i'm gonna go with the first one purses, purses. and handbags i am gonna go with jewelry okay okay christie's of london makes hats oh i don't feel like i've gotten any of these for like three episodes yeah you're okay. in the spanish cartoon bernard <laughs> what type of animal is bernard mm, bernard oh. is a sloth a panda a sheep a polar bear or a tiger Bernard is most certainly, what was the one after sheep? Platypus. Polar bear. I think Bernard. Spanish. I think Bernard. I'm going to go with sheep. Read it one more time. Sloth. Panda. Oh, in the Spanish cartoon Bernard, what type of animal is Bernard? A sloth, a panda, a sheep, a polar bear, or a tiger? I'm going to go sheep also. Okay. He was a polar bear. Oh. I was actually looking up. I vaguely, I thought that the male cat in Aristocats was named Bernard. Like I can hear Eva Gabor be like, ah, Bernard. I've never seen Aristocats. Oh, well. I have. It's been a really long time though. But it wasn't. And so I was like, I was trying to remember what was the cartoon character Mm. named Bernard. And when you type in cartoon Bernard, apparently there's this very famous Hmm. Spanish children's show. Well, there you go. Great. Um, Aristocat. Is that the one where they eat the spa- two cats eat the spaghetti? No. And they- no, you idiot. That's Lady and the Tramp, and it's <laughs> two dogs. Yeah. Uh, Aristocats is the one where like the real rich lady has cats, and the her butler tries to steal them. They get out, and they get like taken in by like a tomcat, like an alley cat. Mm. Everybody, everybody, Man. everybody wants to be a cat. Hallelujah. <laughs> No. You don't remember that? Memory nope. was also an Aristocat. Watch that with your kids. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> All right. Fine. Which of the following was Tracy Ullman not in? Okay. 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 Oh, Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Uh, I knew you'd know. American Gladiators. <laughs> not a choice. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Into the Weeds, How I Met Your Mother, Brockmire, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Brockmire. Which Brockmire. was Tracy Ullman not in? Brockmire, because I've never heard of it. And I'm just Rockmeyer was a show with Hank Azaria and Tracy Ullman, where he was he was a, uh, a baseball announcer. Okay, that seems. I'm gonna go Brockmeyer. Mm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to enter the Blaine brain here. Hank Azaria was definitely on the Tracy Ullman show, so maybe he'd throw Brockmeyer out there. They to, were both in Simpsons together. Yeah, because that was hmm. first premiered on Tracy Ullman show. I'm going Brockmire also. Okay. okay God, okay. you guys suck. It's Brockmire. Oh. Hey, nice. Congrats, but Russ. I'm more mad that you figured out my like thought process. Well, I did it, take Psychology like, 101. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this will throw Russ off. Because I knew you would know. I wasn't sure if you'd know who Tracy Ullman was, but I knew you would. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Russ will know she was in Simpsons. And he'll also know Hank Azaria was in Simpsons. So he'll think she was definitely in that. She was not in that. 
And it's actually Brockmire's a really funny show. Yeah, oh, he's she funny. Is, she is who I thought she was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. <laughs> Hank Azaria is so were. funny. Hank Azaria uh, is great. He's in uh, the Birdcage. We're, we're watching a show right now uh, where uh, uh, Prefontaine tries to sell people plots of uh, homes on the moon. I'm sorry, what? Oh, the what's actor that played Prefontaine. Yeah, what's his name? Jared Leto. No, the other Prefontaine. The one that's in Morning Show. Barry Manilow. No, the one that's in Morning Steve Carell. No, no, no. The other guy. The executive in Morning Show. Oh. Billy uh, Crudup. Billy Crudup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Golden yeah. God. Second time I've talked about him today. Yeah, Billy Crudup is like selling this scam that you can buy houses on the moon okay. in this show. And uh, Brock Myers, one of his salesmen. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. next episode will be the first quarterfinal Whew. between Craig Williams and John Shumsky mm. and Christy Cotton and Brenda Hun. Tune in in two weeks. Yeah. Find out as you're all on the edge of your seats mm-hmm. uh, and you definitely can't Google this information. No. <laughs> Who wins Nobody's quarterfinal Googling number one? And the stunning recap of Millard Fillmore's term in office. <laughs> also, if you want to become a patron of the podcast, get some bonus episodes uh, and early and ad-free episodes as well. Go to patreon.com slash presequential. Thank you for all your support. This is really fun, by the way. We made it through all the presidents. We're making our way through season one of American Gladiators. Couldn't do it without you, and we hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs>